Hi, and welcome back to the Fortitude Project. My name is Aaron. I'm Trevor. I'm Harona. And we are going to discuss anything and everything that can make you physically and mentally more capable at life. Hey, guys. Hey, how's everyone going? Hey, good, good, good. good. So I have with me here Harona and hey Trevor. Um, we're just going to do a little podcast today, um, giving us a little bit of background of Harona and kind of who he is as a coach and as a person and... Yeah. Yeah, this will be the first of three uh, episodes. Um, each each episode will go through a little bit about uh, your coaches uh, or the OPEX Western Sydney coaches. Yeah. Um, just so you get a bit of an understanding about them and uh, might, you might find, find out some nuggets that you can banter with them with. I'm sure you guys are going to find out some awesome things about her. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 I'm going to be asking you guys as well, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to be picking stuff up. Right. So let's just let's start, bro. So, like, who are you? Who is Harona Kim? Harona Kim is Harona Kim. That's it. Great that's, start. That's it. <laughs> start. So, uh, where do we begin, man? So, uh, what? Where does it all begin? Where does my life begin? I remember as a kid. Well, that's where, that's where I'll start. <laughs> as a kid, uh, watching my first Bruce Lee movie, and I'm guessing it's probably around maybe four or five or six or something like that. And uh, what movie was it? Big Boss. Now, there was something about Big, Big, Big Bruce Lee, man. He was he had a massive shift with me as a kid. Massive inspiration, jaw dropping. Anyways, yeah, he was awesome. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, my brother got me into him. My brother, funny thing, he used to wear the clothes like Bruce. He got the pants, he got the shoes, the shirt, even cut his hair like him. Did you ever go that far? Nah, man. I don't need, don't need, we need photos. <laughs> um, so, actually, if I, I think my brother got me these. Look, he cut my hair without me knowing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, how does this happen? I don't know. Are you <laughs> asleep? I don't know. I think he just cut my hair. If I find it, oh, if, I, if I find it, I'll just burn it so you guys can't see it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I made the nunchucks out of like plastic sticks or whatever. <clears throat> Getting bruises on the back of the face and all yeah. that. But... Um, yeah, uh, from from Bruce, I got into learning more about him, his biography, and then there was one thing about him that I noticed. He, um, in his biography, he had like a massive library. Yeah, he had like two thousand books in his library, and uh, for me as a kid, I was thinking, "Whoa, what? You know, this guy's physical. He's got a, a big presence." Um, very confident, but he reads books. Yeah. So that got me on the path of. Was that uh, a shock to you? Uh, ooh, I wouldn't say a shock. It was just like, wow, that was interesting. That's yeah. cool. Like, wow, you know, if, if that's what makes this guy so good, so good and, and awesome, then I better start moving in the right direction. Moving, moving that direction. Yeah. Um, and funny thing is, I, I was never, even though I was reading all this stuff on sport, combat martial arts, fitness, strength, all that stuff. I never really practiced sport or got into the martial arts as a kid uh, just because my parents didn't let me, man. Why? So, yeah, they, because they, they actually wanted me to be... Uh, a doctor. Yeah, a doctor, okay. <laughs> a so dentist. I think uh, yeah. with all three of us coming from an Asian background, we completely appreciate yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the situation you were in. Man, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. So, But... Um, yeah, man, that, that was through primary school and through high school. So I was, I was never into, like, I was never allowed to play any of the sports. 
And funny thing is, like, I wanted to play soccer. And my dad said, that's dangerous, man. I'm like, oh, oh okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but well, What wouldn't have been dangerous for him? Yeah. <laughs> but thinking about that, um, I think it was a blessing that they did do that. And not, it could have gone the other way. They could have been parents that forced me into these areas like sport. You know, you have those parents that just force the kids and the kids just don't enjoy it and they just end up hating it and never wanting to do it. Yeah. So, so do you feel like if you could go back, you would be happy to not do sport or if you had the opportunity? Uh, the way I lived it, happy. Yeah. I don't need to um, go any other way. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, okay, that's another thing, perspective, um, wide perspective. I, mean, I am grateful for being um, in that place. Um, practically, yes, there's always things that you can change. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, metaphysically, no. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything came into place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was my background. And then after that, when I hit like 16, 17, then I got into the local PCYC and then I really got into the boxing. Yeah. Because um, I remember reading with another another fellow. <coughs> um, he said, which population has the biggest knockout rate? Boxing. So I said, okay, well, I better start there. <laughs> So you, you went from not being able to play soccer because yeah. it was too dangerous yeah. to, to your first spot being boxing because yeah. it was the knockout rate was yeah, one yeah. of the highest. Yeah, pretty much, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much, man. So uh, that that was the first physical uh, practice, man. I remember dying in the in in the gym. My conditioning was crap. I was just nah. But I I, I kept at it because the one thing that got me through it was all those years of not being able to do it. Yeah, right. And I felt alive in the gym, so that was the only time. Even though I felt I was dying, I felt alive uh, physically. I mean, it would definitely be like a, a sense of, like a sense of relief or something like that, right? It like, feels invigorated, and yeah. I think like it's the same situation for some of our guys in the gym, and even myself, right? There yeah. are days when we come in and like we're not feeling good, but as soon as you kind of get flowing and get moving in the yeah. gym, everything kind of like levels yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a life a lifetime of like yeah. this. Uh, suppressed yeah. activity wanting to yeah. come out, right? Well, there was, there's another thing as well. So um, uh, I was quite very shy as a kid, very shy. I still got some of that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember I was like, I used to get bullied in school. Yeah, so, right. um, but not to the extent of like head down the toilet. Yeah. But as a kid, you know, your confidence gets swayed a bit. Yeah, definitely. So um, this was like the first... Or the, or the next, I think I'd say the next part of my journey in terms of like building that self-confidence. Um, and then years, so, for, so boxing was my first physical practice and then I went into like the traditional arts like Tai Chi and Kung Fu and then I went into the expansion into like the Muay Thai, the kickboxing and then I went into the wrestling and played around the judo and I went into like sticks, weaponry, um, so have you competed in any of these sports? Uh, just kickboxing and Muay Thai. Yeah. How many, and, how many fights? Uh, four fights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, actually, on that, I was working in banking. Yeah, I was right. working in banking. Yeah. Because uh, I was just studying finance at the time. Yeah, right. Um, so, I don't know. That was fun. That was fun. And I, I remember actually dying in the ring. Not, not literally, Sorry. Dying. Oh, okay. not yeah. dying, but like uh, just conditioning-wise. Yeah. 
in the, in the actual like in an actual bout in like actual bout training, like, yeah full on fight yeah, yeah full on yeah. fight but I could like I could I was comfortable eating shots and delivering um, shots yeah but the only thing that got me was my conditioning yeah right so that was like a spark into like okay it made me reflect on one more aspect of Bruce that said you can have the best technique you can be the greatest technician you could have the greatest craft in your martial art but if you don't have the physical capacity to deliver it then what's the point you're just going to get eaten and i got to experience that yeah so i know what it's up i remember reading that years before but i never really got it but when i actually experienced it then i really got it and what was the um yeah. what was the the time gap between or the time frame from your first fight to your last fight oh i had them all within like two years yeah right yeah did you find your conditioning was increasing? Like, did you find that you were getting fitter as you got into those last couple of bouts? Oh, yeah. 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 And um, the nerves and the amateur nerves just wore off, yeah. you know, less, um, less tension and feeling more relaxed and uh, not, not afraid of all the shots. And are there any videos of this? Because I'd love to see them. I'd love to see, <laughs> yes. love to see H. Copper yeah. shots. Yes, yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, I'll have to dig one up. I yes. remember my first bout. We'll make sure to link it somewhere for you guys <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my first bout was, uh, my ever first one was against a former soldier in the Greek army. Oh, God. So that was like... Uh, that was your first Wait, your first yeah. how did it go? Uh, he, he, uh, he, uh, he injured his knee. So oh. first round, it was like done. Right, so you won. Yeah, won but, by default. But yeah, I will right. take a win we'll anyway. Take it. 100% will take it. I'll take it, but uh, I said, I remember being pissed off because I was so short. Yeah, I would be too, dude. But I remember saying, so I come up to go, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go again next time. So then they said, you know, sorry about that. How long, how long was it? How long was the bout? Oh, man, it was like maybe two minutes. Yeah, right. So you still in the first round. Yeah, yeah. right. Just trading blows. No, man, he saw you and he was like, shit, i got to get out of this. That's like, it, there. Break the news. Do some Bruce Lee shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my mind, yeah, but in reality, maybe not. You know, so. But, um, yeah, I think... And then, yeah, I remember exploring, like, different crafts, like, the wrestling and the conditioning was totally different. It's different movement. Yeah. So all these different sports had a different level of conditioning. <clears throat> uh, and then when I started just, like, taking a break, I still wanted to keep myself um, in some sort of condition. And then I remember reading up on this thing on the internet. I talked about CrossFit. And I just remember watching those videos, and these guys were just... Solid, hard, conditioned, yeah. elite, mm. in my mind. It was underground many, many years ago. Um, and I just remember, like, okay, military operators were using this. Police officers were using this. So I was yeah. like, okay, I better check this out. What year are we, are we talking about? This was probably 2009, 10. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, so it was really early days. Yeah, very early days. And then I remember going to a, a local CrossFit gym. Um, and it was fun. CrossFit was fun. Dying, yeah. <laughs> puking. Did you? I was gonna say, did you throw up your first workout? Because I definitely did. Uh, I could hold it down, but I, I could feel the acid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, CrossFit was the um, a big explosion into like uh, exploring that physical uh, capacity in, in more depth. Yeah. You know, outside the martial arts, because it was like a basis for all that. Yeah. Um, and then I think I did that for maybe two years, a year. Maybe eighteen months. Um, you were at a CrossFit gym for yeah, about two yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, eighteen months. Oh, cool. Yeah, but then I realized 
there were some areas that I needed to, or I wanted to focus on. So I went into just focusing on Olympic lifting. Yeah. Then I went to a local gym and just focused on that Olympic lifting. Um, I remember having two two comps. You've done Ollie comps? Yeah, yeah, done Ollie comps. Um, and it's a totally a different different thing. Man, every yeah. time I talk to you, I we learn out. something new. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I don't know right. whether, like, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but my technique was shite. Didn't like. There's so much things to learn. Did you get the bar up. Yeah, I got the yeah, bar you up. Find it. Who yeah. cares? But right? um, I think that there's not. The thing I wanted to say is like, there's my curiosity kept <coughs> expanding. Like every time I explored something, it led to something else to explore this and then explore this. Um. So that, that's, that's my training. Uh, and um, my, actually, when I got into coaching or, or personal training, my, my partner, she actually suggested it to me. Yeah, she, right. she planted the seed. She goes, Harana, you're always training. Like, what, have you ever thought about doing that for other people? So when was this? What, what, oh, what man, was this was like six, seven years ago. Yeah, but right. I was, at that time, I was like, I, I just blew it off. Like, I didn't. Like why? I don't know. Like, and what were you doing for work at the time? I was, I was in banking. You were, in, you were still in banking. Yeah, I was in banking. Right. And I was uh, actually doing, I was doing bouncing as well. Okay. Bouncing, being a bouncer. Yeah, bouncing okay. on the yeah. side on the weekends. So that's another aspect, getting to apply it as well. So I think you're missing a very um, <laughs> important part of your, your timeline, dude. At yeah. what point did you decide that I want to learn how to jump out of planes as well? Oh, well... Just trying to give him a good time. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, where yeah. was that? That was that. Okay. So, so he's not just jumping out of planes. He's actually uh, with no parachute or anything like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like just to clarify that. He's um, jumping into the wilderness and he's going to get five days to get back to civilization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, right? like that. Okay. So this is probably related off topic about, I don't know, but um, so my, my skydiving, I remember like doing the tandem with all your friends and all that many years ago. It was pretty cool. But uh, I remember watching, was it, was it Jessica Watson or Jessica Simpson? Or, I don't know, that girl. Someone that's sailing right? That was sailing around yeah. the world. She was yeah. 16 years Watson, old. Was. Yeah, she was Australian. And that just sparked like uh, something in me just to do something crazy. <laughs> so I said, all right, I think I better do this uh, skydiving course. Um, just want to pull my own ripcord. So is that what you wanted to know? <laughs> Yeah. So how many how many how many how many dives have you done with jumps? Ah, uh, so that one probably I think it was ten or eleven. So at this point you don't need and like it's not a tandem dive anymore. You can dive by yourself. Yeah. Do you still need so it? so okay, so this this is called the um the AF course. Um, I think it was called the Australian Freefall course. So I think it was like ten stages. So every stage there's one aspect that you need to focus on. So the first stage would be just learning how to like reach your altimeter, knowing when to pull your cord. Um, so you, you jump out of the plane with two uh, jump masters or two assistants or two instructors to help Tandem you. Tandem or by yourself? By yourself. But they're there. They're there. Yeah. Just watching you, making sure you're doing the right thing. And then after that, you just jump with one guy, one instructor who's always there just to make sure that you're doing the right thing. If you don't, then somehow he saves you or <laughs> pulls you off course. Right, yes. Uh, but, yeah. You I'm haven't gonna... experienced that? <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, so that, I remember... Got through the first one, no worries. Second one, no worries. Third one. So there's one. There are all different elements, like knowing how to control your flight, knowing how to turn left, <coughs> learning how to turn right. But I remember getting to like stage three or four, and I, I was had like I was stuck in the turn. I couldn't stop the turn. Yeah. 
And then um, I think it was probably jump number six or seven. So you're like spinning. I was spinning. Spin, I just, that would be shit wow. And and I just remember reading ultimator, and I I, th- I think the guy signaled to me just pull it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, all right, I just pulled it. And then uh, yeah, lucky the parachute opened. Um, and then I remember it was uh, caught in a, like a knot. Oh. But I remember in training they said what to do. You just hold to um, the bunch of cords top of you and just pull them apart, and they just. Un- unwind by itself. Yeah, right. Uh, so That's that was too much thinking. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> I mean, like, death, 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 death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's my jump jump experience. Is that what you want to know? Holy shit. <laughs> that's intense. Yeah. But, uh, anyways. Back- right, dude, so we know who you are. <laughs> we know a little bit about your background. I think what we yeah. want to know is how you got into, like, coaching here with us. Yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah. So, how did I. Back in the day, Trev had uh, the old CrossFit Fox. This is what? Good old CrossFit Elite Conditioning. Yeah, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, two years ago we, we closed. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, it was about five years ago you started yeah. with us. Yeah, yeah, I was cleaning the toilets. Are you serious? But you, you, but you were training before that. I mean, you were coaching before that. Yeah, I was, doing, I was doing the one-on-one. Yeah. But um, I remember the thing that attracted me to, to, to Trev was this place was different from the other CrossFit place that I was training at. Explain. The best way I could explain it was very random, the first experience, like the first CrossFit box that I trained at. But coming to, to Trevor's place, I noticed there's a bit of um, meaning to every session, to, to the structure. Yeah. Everything served the purpose. And that just suited me very well. I mean, my mind just made, okay, everything just made sense. Um, I don't know. That's just me. I just like. Yeah, man. I like, it makes sense. Like, you need structure. You need boundaries. You yeah. know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to doing a random workout every single day. Cool. I remember the. I remember when we interviewed you. You were. You'd come in, and I honestly thought, I'm like, this guy's got a beef on the sales call. <laughs> is he trying to sell me something after? Because That's my, my banking experience. Yeah, right. Like, just the way he, he'd come across, he'd throw these little analogies and stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, man, I'm getting sold to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm the one that's doing the interviewing. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah, man. And then, uh, yeah, man, I just I just loved, loved your philosophy, mate. That's what, that's what I liked about it. And, yeah, what you talked about, what you implemented, what you, you shared with, with, with the, the members. Um, yeah, and I just love working with the members, man, just seeing everyone progress. Um, so you, you'd done, so you'd been doing one-on-one uh, coaching for how long before you come across to us? I was, I was doing it. At the same time and before you? Yeah. Um, I don't know, three years, four years? Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and that was, uh, and that was, yeah. was that full time? You were doing that full time? No, part time. Part time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part time. Um, <coughs> that, was, that was fun. And the one thing I noticed about doing that was I realized how much people needed help working with people. I did. It made okay. The thing it made me reflect on my journey, of how my coaches helped me, or how my yeah. teachers helped me. It reminded me how much they helped me um, expand. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so working with these members or my clients, I, I appreciate the journey that they were taking because I, I can see where they can go. Because I, I could see where I came from and where yeah. I, I got to, yeah. and the, like the struggle. And um, 
sharing my two cents and seeing that impact them was just like awesome. Yeah, man. So what yeah. what got you into apart from um, uh, apart from your missus kind of suggesting to you that you should start doing coaching? What yeah. what kind of drove? What kind of got you into it? What made you go? Okay, it's time to sign up. Because you said you you pushed it aside at first, right? Yeah. What was the when did you change? When did you switch and say like, all right, cool, let's give this a go. Well. Because I was doing the PT one-on-one. Yeah. And it was when I was working with people directly, it just expanded my view even more. What got you into doing one-on-ones? One-on-ones. Yeah. Like, what, um, what kick-started it? Like, what was the, the catalyst for, like... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, actually... Was, right, the was, world was, needs a bit of heroic humor. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> people need a bit of heroic humor. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so my partner, she, uh, she, she suggested it to me. And then... For some reason, she said, oh, I just need some help. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just give you a program. Here's what you do. And she's like, no, nah, I need you there to help. I'm like, okay, all right. Then I took it through this and this and this. You do this, you do that. And then, I, and, and then that's when I realized, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. This is cool. And I know how much she needs help. Yeah. And then that's when I started working with other people. And then I realized how, how much other people need help. Like there was... To me, that was a big realization, like how much other people need help. For me, like, I think that was like a massive realization because like, there's so many people that need help. Um, but sometimes they're just not confident. They're scared. Yeah. Uh, and which I've seen it, like, you know, you walk into a new place and you don't know what to do. You don't know the people. You just feel out of place. You feel uncomfortable. So I've seen it. Yeah. And I, and I've I've experienced it because I've you know I've you know I've I've trained at different places I've seen the different cultures I've seen the way different places are run, so I I, I know what that feels like, and um, yeah, just helping people get through it, work through it, understand it, and be a better person of themselves, whatever you know, just makes me feel good. Yeah, man, yeah. that's awesome. So I really like that, dude. So we've answered a lot about you, dude. Really? I want to know a few more things though. I want to know ah, where you see yourself in a few years. And then the most important question, dude, what's your favorite movie? <coughs> okay, so I've already... S- movies. I'll just start with that. All right, start with movies. Movies. So I've already s- told you where I started as a kid. But recently, well not recently, but lately, the movie that always comes to mind is Interstellar. Interstellar. I have not seen it. either. What? Everyone says it's really good, but I just haven't... Okay. Given, like... Made the time to go watch it. Okay, I gotta talk about it. <laughs> I talk about it. Is that the Mars one? No. Better than Mars. So it's I can't even remember the actor's name, but anyways. Have you guys seen um, Inception? Yeah. Yeah, I love Inception. Okay. Have you seen The Matrix? Yeah. Okay. So Interstellar is like Matrix and Inception combined. Wow. In terms of that no, mind blowing aspect. Really? Because like, I think Inception is so mind blowing. That's what I'm saying. It nah. is. So it's like that. To the next level. Or different level. The list. So so think about it. Inception is going into the mind. Okay, this is another yeah. movie. It's going into the mind about alternate dreams, if yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. What into dreams, into, into yeah, more yeah. dreams. And then it's just it's an infinite uh, journey down yeah, the rabbit down. hole. Yeah. And then the matrix is like is reality, reality. Yeah. Interstellar is like going into space, interstellar, and it's infinite, 
But then uh, if you're getting okay. infinite, are you, are you really out there or are you really here? Yeah. Which is like the matrix. Is it really... It's yeah, like yeah, that yeah, aspect, okay. right? So... I mean, those who, those guys who have watched it, if you know what I'm talking about, these two. So basically, you're saying it. like maybe take some hallucinogenics before you. Oh, yeah. totally, <laughs> man. You start watching it. Totally, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's my movie. Cool, cool, right, dude. And where do you see yourself in a few years? Where Three years. I see myself in the space suit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> in the space suit. You taking you taking one of the Elon Musk seats? Yeah, right? yeah taking one of the Elon Musk seats. Yeah, yeah. So this is SpaceX, isn't it? Is that yeah, it's yeah, SpaceX. Yeah, man. I can see you there. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if you've been, if you've already been up to. Yeah, he's like, guys, I've already been up yeah, there. Like, been... <laughs> get on my level. <laughs> In my mind, I have. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. What? Awesome, man. Do you have anything else you want to share with with our guys, or are we going to wrap it up there? That's about it. That's about That's it, guys. About anything it. from you, Trevor? No, no. Awesome, no, I'm guys. Sure we'll, uh, we'll find out some more things as we uh, do more episodes with Rona Kim. Yeah. yeah. Probably Perfect. SAS back in the day. <laughs> Green Beret. Green Beret. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. Awesome, guys. Anyways. Thank you guys for coming in today. Uh, our podcast is sponsored by Radish, guys. So go ahead and get your radishes in. Other than that, yep. we'll speak to you guys soon. Cool. Take care, guys. See ya.